Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, inspiring humanity through transformational learning in the classroom and community. Initiatives like Pathways to Bright Futures allow students to graduate high school with an associate degree or an industry-based credential along with their high school diploma. More information at ebrschools.org. And by Three Roll Estate Craft Rum Distillery, crafting premium rum from their own Louisiana sugar cane, Three Roll is cane to glass. From Mansur's on the Boulevard, we're out to lunch with Stephanie Regal. It's business, Baton Rouge time. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. It's not often in today's world you find people who agree on something, but if you talk to business owners, large and small, around the state, they're all but guaranteed to agree on the fact that Louisiana needs to beef up its workforce and do more to train workers for a variety of professions. Even before the pandemic, employers were complaining about a lack of trained and skilled workers. Today, it's even worse. With me to discuss this is Dr. Monty Sullivan, president of the Louisiana Community and Technical College System, which comprises 14 two-year institutions around the state and is focused on preparing the state's workforce for the future. Monty has led the system since 2014, during which time he has strengthened and diversified the system and led strategic planning efforts. Prior to heading the system, he was chancellor of Delgado Community College in New Orleans, which under his leadership saw significant gains in fundraising, student outcomes, and a reconnection with the business community in that region. Monty has served in six different colleges and two state community and technical college systems over the last two decades. He is a native of Louisiana who received his bachelor's, master's degree, and doctorate all from Louisiana Tech. Monty, it's a pleasure to have you here. Yeah. Thanks for joining me on Out to Lunch. Absolutely. Thank you, Stephanie. Appreciate the opportunity to be with you. With me and Monty at the table today is Calvin Mills, an entrepreneur and founder and CEO of Help IT, a new mobile app that will help customers, both small businesses and individuals, find instant access to IT services, whether that help be remote or in person. The app has been described as the Uber of tech support because it sort of serves as a broker pairing needy customers with trained technicians. Calvin created the app in 2020 and began working on it in 2021 under the umbrella of his company, CMC Technology Consulting. IT consulting is just one hat Calvin wears. He is also a published author, a motivational speaker, and does governmental relations work. Calvin is a native of New Orleans and a graduate of Southern University where he played football in the 1990s. Calvin, thanks so much for being here. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you for having me. Well, Monty, you know, I mean, we really all hear about this need for technical work, workers, trained workers, and this is solely what the community and technical college system is focused on. And y'all have just done great things over the past 15 years, really revamping your whole... Well, thank you for that, and you're, you're absolutely right. The one thing that everyone can agree upon is more people educated and skilled, more people working is good for Louisiana. Uh, it's good for the business community. It's good for, for our, our partners in the business community, uh, but it's also good for individuals. And so what we have focused on is trying to ensure that the programs that we offer are aligned with uh, the needs out there. Uh, we've grown our graduates from just under 20,000 to well over 35,000 uh, in the, for the last pre-COVID year, um, which, which is a significant 
increase, as, as, in, as big an increase as anyone in the country. That's huge. And that's over what time period? So that's from 2014 Four. until 2020, so a six-year period. Wow. Uh, and so in that six-year period, we saw tremendous growth uh, and in fields that are in high demand. Such um, as? I think that's uh, IT, uh, manufacturing. Look, the, the, uh, the uh, transportation logistics space is huge right now. Uh, healthcare obviously is, is a, a really big uh, challenge for us given the pandemic uh, for all of us as a state. So the workforce demands that are there are, are, were big before COVID. But now, as we look at what's going on across the country, uh, we're seeing the, the labor market tighten. We do not have a shortage of jobs in Louisiana. We have a shortage of people with the technical skills to fill those jobs. That's why the role of our colleges is so important. Some of the things that we've done uh, around excellence in areas like cybersecurity, what's going on along the Interstate 20 corridor right now between Bossier Parish Community College, by the way, the site of the very first national, uh, uh, nationally certified Cybersecurity Associate Degree Program. Uh, add to that Grambling State University, Louisiana Tech University, uh, the work that is going on there with our partner in Lumen. Um, you know, we have General Dynamics literally has a facility that sits on the Bossier Parish Community College campus. Uh, and so th that's the kind of relationships that, uh, that are driving opportunity for people, but also driving opportunity for success for our business partners. And, and I want to dig a little more into that in just a minute. And, I, and probably a lot of our listeners down here aren't as familiar with that corridor up there in North Louisiana, which we tend to kind of forget exists and should not. But Calvin, let's bring you into the conversation because you are in the IT space yourself and tell us a little bit about what CMC Technology Consulting does and then I want to hear about this app that, um, that y'all have developed because it's launching this year. Yes. So CMC Technology uh, I created uh, back in college. Um, really I started off just helping uh, low-income families get computers. Uh, I was able to, to build them at a cheaper rate than it cost someone to go into a store and, and purchase. Uh, then I kind of got thrown into uh, governmental work uh, after Hurricane Katrina. Uh, wow. I had uh, walked off my job. I quit uh, literally a month before uh, to just go full-fledged into uh, my company. And I was able to land uh, some federal contracts after the hurricane. And that's pretty much really how CMC technology really uh, became what it, what it is today. Excellent. So it really started out, I mean, when you say help low-income people get computers, you were literally like building home PCs, PCs mm -hmm, for correct. home use. Yeah. And you would buy the components and just reconfigure and sell I them. I was working at Best Buy, uh, so I was able to get the, the parts uh, at, at using my discount. Uh -huh. And it, w it just made sense. Uh, and it really came from a, a customer that came into the store uh, to purchase a computer with her, her kids, and they were disappointed when they realized they were going to have to spend more up front before getting rebates, because at that, at that time, you know, it was mailing rebates that people received, and, uh, you know, they were kind of disappointed, and the bell just kind of went off in my head, and I said, you know what, I can build, so I ran behind them, and, and that's really how I got started, uh, just doing that, and then I just got into doing IT support for, you know, for homes, I had a customer came in one day, and he pretty much changed my life. Uh, I won't call his name, but he was a, a, a very high person at the, at the Shark Group at the time. Oh, there you um, go. And he became my mentor and literally spent 45 minutes uh, setting up his computers for his kids at his house and got a check for $500. And I sat and thought about I would have to work a whole week to, to make that $500, and that's when 
I started to see them see technology. Fantastic. And so today your customers are individuals and businesses? Yes. So we, we do everyone from individuals, businesses. Uh, we still do work with the federal government. Uh, I've been doing that for almost 20 years now. Mm -hmm. uh, I've actually been recognized. Uh, I received my first award uh, years ago from the Department of Homeland Security uh, for the work that we did uh, after Hurricane Katrina. And then from there, uh, it just continued to grow and our names got put in a lot of rooms uh, because of our reputation. So it's just been pretty, pretty exciting. It's been a great journey. Fantastic. So, Monty, tell me a little bit about how you have grown the enrollment. And I know there's been, because I used to write about it, a, a concerted effort to um, remove the stigma around going for a two-year or technical degree, right, instead of a four-year university degree. That's been a lot of it, hasn't it? The rebranding and just changing thought patterns around that? Yeah, without a doubt, rebranding re to ensure that people understand what goes on inside that facility, uh, your local college leads to good careers, a, a changing lifestyle uh, for so many people. And that's the message of, of, of uh, lifting people from where they are, but also creating a competitive business environment. It, it's it, we're a place where everyone can win uh, yeah. is essentially what we tried to build. So, uh, you know, look, the, the 2007 to about 2015 timeframe in Louisiana and higher education was a tough period. Uh, we went through 16 budget cuts. I'm not here to bemoan those. Instead, I tell you, we lost $80 million in the state general fund. And we doubled the price of tuition all in that same stretch. What it required is for us to become more responsive to the market. Mm -hmm. If we are offering programs that don't lead to good jobs uh, with a good salary, then students have no reason to, to visit our colleges. So over that period of time, we cut 700 programs that weren't relevant to the market. Okay. But instead, we were able to plow more of our resources into those areas that are highest wage, uh, that are going to deliver the highest value for our student and for our business partners. And so, like, what are they? Give sure. Me a, a great example here in the Baton Rouge market, process technology. Process uh, technology. Instrumentation. What does that mean? So, effectively, um, in any of the facilities up and down the, the, the river, uh, have to have process operators that ensure things like temperature and, and, and pressure and all of the elements that go into that process that produces whatever the end product might be. Uh, those folks are associate degree graduates. Uh, they, they, the program was built specifically with the Louisiana Chemical Association. So this was built with the employer in mind. So finding a, a young person, or in many instances not so young, our average student is 27, wow. not 18 year olds, but mm -hmm. we have some of those. But for the most part, it's people that have been out there for 10 years. They know what life looks like and sometimes would tell you they've been to the school of hard knocks. Mm -hmm. And so they have that background. Enrolling in a program that's gonna get them to $60,000 a year yeah. in two years, that's game changing. Sure. Uh, and in particular, if you have two incomes in a household that gets you within that same range, now you've changed someone's life. Now you've changed the life of their children uh, and you've also impacted the economy locally. Now that's great. And Calvin, do you employ people in the, I mean, do you have young people working yes, for y'all? So, and is it hard to find qualified workers? So we, we actually had an opportunity to talk uh, right before we came on. Uh, my second company, SLT Technology, is an IT certification company. Okay. So we uh, have an approved apprenticeship program for the state of Louisiana that's a paid apprenticeship. So we bring individuals in under SLT. We train them. We certify them. Then they get on-the-job training. But they're actually getting paid while they're doing this. And we've partnered with the Workforce Commission, uh, which gives us access to all of the workforce boards around the state. 
and you have individuals that come in on a daily basis looking for uh, whether it's training or a job opportunity and they find out about us and right now IT is huge for the state of Louisiana you know people are realizing that that's the road to go to mm-hmm. because everything that you do revolves around technology uh, cybersecurity is real big so we we made our apprenticeship program a cybersecurity cohort so that way when the individual finishes they're coming out eligible to make a hundred hundred twenty thousand dollars a year so we have individuals right now we just uh, informed the state that we're looking to hire about 100 to 150 people uh this year that's huge no it, it is it is uh you know it's a big undertaking uh you know but our goal is to put people to work uh in it and and we understand that you know it's something that's needed uh and we're here to help fill it that's fantastic Monty, tell me a little bit more about the, those programs in North Louisiana. And sure. You mentioned cybersecurity. Yes, and that, absolutely. That's, I know that's going on down here in Baton Rouge mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. LSU, but also... Sure. There. So the Cyber Innovation Center has been around for uh, well over a decade now. So if you've driven Interstate 20 through shreveport Bossier, uh, you'll notice that Cyber Innovation Center, um, the um, General Dynamic Information Technology and Bossier Parish Community College all sit on, a, on the same campus. Beautiful facilities, uh, world class, uh, and from a a, um, a hardening perspective, it is it is a safe location as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so lots of training there going on with the military, uh, with uh, with uh, the, the, and there's the an uh, air force air force base, base there, there, right, right? Barksdale, right. Uh, as well as yeah, a whole range of relationships that are playing out up and down that that uh, I-20 corridor. I think one of the keys, though, from an economic development point of view, is is the rural sourcing opportunity that IT presents. And by that, I mean someone who lives in the little town of Manny or Gina. Uh, a few years ago, you'll note that we, we created an associate degree in Amazon Web Services. So essentially, we took the Amazon model uh, and we developed a curriculum associate degrees at each of our 12 colleges. The two students who finished that degree program first, one was from Gina and one was from Manny. Wow. And so now we find ourselves in a place where young people are able to complete, stay in their communities, and still be able to take up those kinds of opportunities like we talked about here with Calvin that I think is game changing because so often what we've seen is we bring people away from rural communities to Mm -hmm. educate them and they don't go back. Mm -hmm. What we're trying to create is opportunities to sustain rural communities long-term and really to sustain Louisiana. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Monty Sullivan of the LCTCS and Calvin Mills of Help IT. Speaking of opportunities, Calvin, tell us about Help IT because it sounds like a really cool app and who hasn't wanted or needed tech support at home and and, and it's it's harder to find help today than it was 10 That's or 15 true. or 20 years ago when you first had a you know big box computer sitting on your desk yeah so so help it uh i got the bright idea during COVID uh to create another company and it was something that i had really wanted to do for a long time because i had a lot of customers that you know were asking for different things and i started getting bored uh you know during COVID when we were on lockdown and i just said you know what let me go ahead and do this. Good. So so Help IT, as you said earlier, uh, is best described as the Uber tech support. So what does that mean? Uh, just like a, a customer would uh, hail a ride on Uber, uh, you get to see all your drivers uh, in that area. It's the same concept, but for IT. So we train and certify all of the technicians, and then they go out into the field, and they're able to, uh, to take those tickets from customers, whether you're a gig worker, a regular individual, mom or pop, uh, the son of a parent that 
doesn't know how to turn their computer on. Now, instead of you having to drive across town or try to find somebody, you submit a ticket in the application, a technician picks up that ticket, and then they communicate with you inside of the application. If you have uh, internet access, they can remote in. If not, they'll come to your location. But it gives you instant access because within minutes, you're getting that help. The average person, especially uh, when you think about a small business owner, let's say it's a Saturday. You have a store full of people, 25, 50 people in your store. You don't have the time to close down, tell everybody they have to leave because you had a computer problem, flip your sign from open to close, and drive across town, sure. stand in line, wait for someone to service you. Then they tell you to leave your computer. You didn't lost three to four hours of your time. You don't have to do that anymore. You'll have your own IT department. And a lot of people don't realize everyone needs that help. You know, sure. especially when you're talking about cybersecurity, because whether you're making a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, hackers are always looking for that opportunity to take from someone. Mm -hmm. So now you'll have your own IT department that you can depend on and not have to wonder how am I going to get it done? So your IT workers, I mean, they could be graduates of sure. Monash yeah. College. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or, absolutely. or even students, as we talked about before, which yeah. is really? a critical opportunity for Great sourcing. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And then how are you, how will y'all vet them, Calvin, and make sure, like, I'd be nervous to have a stranger remote in. I mean, I've, I've done it before with Best Buy, and even that made me a little bit scared, <laughs> just because you don't know them, right? Right, right. So we, we do, we will go through uh, background checks. Uh, we'll use the same uh, background checking system that the federal government uses uh, when they... When they do uh, background checks for individuals that are coming to work for the federal government, uh, we do understand that. But one of the things that that we look to to work with that, even when we're talking to to colleges, universities, is hire the the peers, uh, the students that work that go to school there. Mm -hmm. We hire them to to work on tickets that are at that school. That way, students feel more comfortable. Uh, but when you're looking at just individuals out in the field, one, of course, they have to go through our training process. So even as they're going through that training period, we're still looking at those those individuals to make sure that they're going to be a good fit because everybody's not a good fit. You know, we have to make sure, one, you can comprehend and understand the equipment that you're working on. You know, IT is, is forever changing, you know, whether it's three days, three months, three years, every day there's something new, you know. I graduated from college back in 2001 in computer science, and I'm still learning. You know, I have to stay up on the latest technology and understand what's out there so that I can service the customer. And it's the same thing. You know, it's it's something that you you can't fully control, yeah. but you can put things in place to to be able to minimize it. Monty, where do y'all find the faculty who sure. stay on top of all this cutting edge yeah, technology? Great question. You know, it is one of the biggest challenges in our business is, uh, is, is staying abreast of the needs, but then also being able to find the people who can teach what those new skills are. Uh, so it, it has required us going back to the very first day on the job for me in 2014. The board said to me, we cannot provide raises at the time because financially it was just a tough time, but we have to invest in our faculty. And so we started a concerted professional development effort where our IT faculty, as an example, are, are going back and gaining the certifications that allow them to be able to, to teach the next level skills, even in construction space. I mean, our partners at NCCER are really focused on trying to think about that next skill, uh, the next uh, instructor certification. So we spend a lot of our time trying to recruit, to pay well, 
uh, and to continue to educate as many of those faculty as we can because we know that is the source of how we continue to produce the workforce of Louisiana. And so much of your system was really the overhaul began in the Mike Foster years. It did. That's and, correct. And that legacy mm -hmm. continues today with yes, the Foster Promise. Absolutely. Just a, a you know look I couldn't tell couldn't begin to tell you how excited we are about just the Foster Promise. You Which know, is tell us 21, 21 years and older. I'll I'll step back. Uh, Three hundred million dollars we spend on on. Um, aid for students that are 18 years old that meet an academic threshold. It's called TOPS. We're extraordinarily uh, thankful for that. But what it has created for us is a population of 1.1 million working age Louisianians who have a high school diploma or less. How do you make it in this economy with a high school diploma or less? And so this fund specifically targets that group, 21 and over, uh, as long as you are, are, are up to 300% of poverty, which is a pretty significant number in the state of Louisiana. Up to 300% of poverty, to, okay. okay uh, you will receive an award of $3,500 to attend in a high demand, high wage program that falls into manufacturing, IT, healthcare, uh, transportation, logistics, and construction. Any one of those five areas, there are multiple programs under each one of those uh, umbrellas. But this is a program that is first come, first serve. Mm -hmm. The legislature put $10.5 million behind it. Uh, I believe what you're going to see, particularly as the job market continues to be tight uh, out there, yeah. that people recognize that this is their ticket uh, to be able to move forward. And certainly naming uh, in, in honor of Mike Foster uh, is, is, I think, uh, is an appropriate Is this the first year time. of it? I mean, did they just fund it, it last year? Uh, in fact, applications opened on March 15. I should have led with that, right? Well. Uh, <laughs> applications uh, are, are now available to uh, prospective students, and we anticipate uh, between now and July 1 uh, that w we will have a, a cohort of students that will begin July 1 and then of course we'll have another group that will start during the fall. So, so we'll be hearing excited. a lot more about Absolutely. this. Absolutely. That, this is why that. we have not heard a lot about it. Yes, correct. This is so exciting and, and we'll also be hearing a lot more about your app. Calvin, where is it in the rollout and how soon will we be able to get it on the Apple App Store or Android or whatever? So the application, our MVP is completed, MVP. Uh, okay. uh, which is uh, uh, a viable product it's a minimal viable product um we have submitted that to apple um we've gone back and forth uh to change some security protocols to make sure that uh we don't have any issues uh with with apple on their app store so as hopefully within the next 30 to 45 days uh we'll get the green light where we can start our beta testing with uh, some of our existing customers and then we'll have our general release later this year Okay, so later in the year of 2022. So mm -hmm. we have ways to go, but you feel good about this. And you've got the, the seed capital behind you, the funding from yeah, investors. Yes, so we're, we're, right now we're in the middle of a, a $3.5 million seed round. Mm -hmm. uh, we've gotten a, a firm out of New Orleans uh, Reconstruction Fund. They've committed uh, 500K uh, behind us. And we're using uh, WeFunder, uh, which is a crowdfunding platform, uh, because I wanted to, to do that first. I wanted to give, you know, people an opportunity to get in before I started uh, taking VC money uh, so that they can have opportunity to have access to companies that'll, that'll plan the IPO. And that's our exit strategy. We, we want to IPO this company. Uh, you know, I want to change lives. Uh, you know, I've, I've always been like that. That's pretty much my core. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're excited about where we're at, where we're going. Um, you know, we are partnering with uh, the school system here as well uh, to start training uh, high school kids. Uh, to get them uh, IT certifications and also be able to have some of those students go into our apprenticeship program and put them to work. And, and as we're running out of time, Monty, in terms of high school students, I mean, 
y'all are working with the with the local schools and yes so uh, many many thousands of our of our younger student population 18 year olds as many uh, as well as about 15,000 dual enrollment students each year so uh, broad numbers across the state fantastic well, Monty Sullivan and Calvin Mills, Louisiana is fortunate to have bright, motivated leaders focused on technology and workforce such as yourselves. As we struggle through the 21st century, it's important to remain focused on preparing our population for the challenges and opportunities that await them. So it's good to know y'all are helping to make that happen. Thanks so much for taking time to join me today on Out to Lunch. Thank you for having me. Very good. Thank you. My guests on Out to Lunch have been Dr. Monty Sullivan of the Louisiana Community and Technical College System and Calvin Mills of Help IT. You can learn more about the LCTCS and Help IT by going to our Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on our website, it's batonrouge.la. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Out to Lunch Baton Rouge social media. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Today's show was engineered by J.T. O'Neill. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti, and our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you around the table at Mansur's again next week for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, inspiring humanity through transformational learning in the classroom and community. Initiatives like Pathways to Bright Futures allow students to graduate high school with an associate degree or an industry-based credential along with their high school diploma. More information at ebrschools.org. And by Three Roll Estate Craft Rum Distillery, crafting premium rum from their own Louisiana sugarcane. Three Roll is cane to glass. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com.